0: And the ones that were doing okay before now are doing brilliantly. Visit CTC Math today and start your free trial. That's ctcmath.com.
1: One of our favorite things to do here on Homeschooling in Real Life is to answer questions from our listeners. One of our listeners called in and asked us a great question. So on this podcast, Kendra and I sit down and we answer the question about how to make your homeschool more fun. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. To go. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is Fletch.
2: And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel.
1: On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Surprise! It's Fletch and Kendra, and we have a special recording for you. I bet you weren't expecting to hear us. We're calling this Homeschooling in Real Life to Go.
2: Yeah, I bet they weren't expecting us, but maybe... Maybe they didn't want to hear us again so soon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so the idea of a show every week doesn't appeal to people, you think? I don't know. You know, we we have a uh, a listener that called in this week and actually asked a really good question. Um, So why don't we just play that for you really quick, and then we'll jump on the answer.
3: Hi, my name is Martha Grove from Hidden Valley Lake, California. I just had a question. Um, I... I'm a homeschooler of a 7-year-old boy and an 11-year-old daughter, and I need to know how to make our homeschooling experience more fun. It is like pulling teeth every time, you know, it comes time to do school, and I want to make it exciting and fun for them, but I just don't know how. Um, Thank you very much.
1: Okay, Martha, we loved your question, and I think the reason I loved it is because when you told us about your kids, we have those kids. We have a seven-year-old boy and an 11-year-old girl. Yeah,
2: we do. They, and actually, those are the ones that are I'm like sort of intensely homeschooling from day to day.
1: Yeah, and they're the ones that think homeschooling is not a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we're right with you, Martha. We know what you're talking about. And uh, we actually think this is a really good question. So
2: Yeah, so how would you answer this,
1: Fletch? Well, you know, the question is, um, how can I make my homeschool more fun? Throw Um, a party every day. Yeah, go to Disneyland. Hello, Martha. (laughs) Take your kids to Disneyland and say, hey, we're going to learn about... um,
2: Martha, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you taking your kids to Disneyland every week? We're going to
1: learn about physics by going on the rides. We're going to learn about uh, storytelling by... We're just
2: going to watch TV. That's what we're going to (laughs) do.
1: You know, um, That's like a
2: kid's dream school right there.
1: I, I want to be real serious about this answer because, you know, I've been thinking about it the last few days and, you know, Ken what she's asking is how do I make it more fun? So um, I'm the get-to parent and you're the have-to parent. Right. Right. So I'm, I'm known for making homeschooling more fun.
2: Dad's home. He brought donuts for breakfast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So here's the deal. This is how I would go about making it more fun. I, I was thinking about this and I told Kendra as we sat down to the microphones, you know, Let's go back to public school. You know, when you and I were growing up in public school, mm-hmm. what was fun in public school? And I came up with a really quick list, and I'm just going to shoot through these and maybe we'll have a quick dialogue. But you know what made public school fun? Friends.
0: Right. You,
1: know, you had a classroom full of friends. So right. Recess. You know, yeah, yeah. And that's just another one. I'm yeah. not going to get down there yet because I have more to talk about that. But let's say friends, you know, maybe you need to implement some friends into your homeschooling. You know, um, team teach with another teacher and bring some other kids over because then suddenly it's not just, you know, I'm looking at my 11 year old sister and I'm looking at my little snotty nose, seven year old brother, but maybe it's, I have some friends in the, in the classroom with us. So I thought friends, um, the second thing you just mentioned was recess. Yeah. 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 I loved recess. Yeah. Brain breaks. Really? That's what that is. It wasn't school. You're out playing. And, and so, you know, Martha, maybe you're doing this already. So I, you know, everything I'm saying, I'm not telling you to do like you, and you might say, I'm already doing that, but. You know, take a break and let them go out and have a ton of fun. No school. This is like – often like I've told Kendra, when you go to the beach, it's a beach day. It's not a unit study on, you know, <laughs> seagulls and um, sand and, and yeah. how things at the beach – you know, tides and stuff. It's just yeah. go have fun. Right. So maybe recess. I thought – um, I loved when my public school teacher would bring a movie into class. And do you remember they'd bring the whole reel-to-reel movie? And do you remember there was a kid that was like often in charge of AV? Right. Like he was like the AV kid. Right. And you knew when they came in that, man, you're going to watch a fun movie. And even if it was one of those dumb Jiminy Cricket, you know, safety videos it's like or safety (laughs) movies, they were fun. It wasn't the teacher. So Mm. maybe you need to take a break and have a movie day. And it can be educational. But it's not you standing over them having them drill and kill through math. Um, what else? Oh, you know what I loved in public school? Chocolate milk. Substitute. Well it's <laughs> Mighty Joe loves chocolate milk. Yeah, we know because well, we just that got story, the story. But... Sometimes we'll get the milk bill. But yeah, I, um I loved <laughs> uh substitute teachers because it wasn't my teacher. So yeah, yeah, yeah. along the lines of bringing kids over, maybe having a substitute teacher, and maybe that's dad.
2: Did you ever do the name change thing like with another kid in your class?
1: Are you kidding me? No, I Elizabeth
2: am. Barry and I. When we were in fifth grade, we switched names, with, and then so then the substitute teacher would call on Elizabeth, and she kept looking at me, and I wasn't clueing in. See, and the thing so, about lying then, is you've got to be
1: really good at it. I know, You're not and good then at
2: it. and then I went and confessed, and oh, she said, "You are the
1: worst liar."
2: <laughs> I, I'm a terrible. Okay, liar. I'm really good I, at lying. Guilt, guilt, I guilt, can guilt. go
1: all the way through it. I can. I'd be wow. like, well, "Yes, my name's Elizabeth." Switch. How dare you! Question me, substitute teacher. (laughs) No, so substitute. Have someone come in and teach. That was fun. Um, Let's see. I loved field trips, and maybe you need to bring field trips. And, you know, I'm joking about Disneyland, but maybe you need something totally fun to go on a field trip. Yeah. You know, um, go to dad's office, go to the fire station. Go
2: to happy hour at Sonic.
1: Go to a bakery.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Go, and, you know, just take a field trip. I remember our kids went on a field trip to Burger, and In and Out Burger. I think
2: our kids think Costco is a field trip because we go so
1: often. Yeah, if you're not from the West Coast and you don't know what In N Out Burger is, when you're here, ask for a field trip. <laughs> right. <laughs> really? You get to wear little hats and you, you get, get to, to make eat burgers. fries. Okay. Um, I loved in my public school, one time my dad came and visited. And he came to my class and he brought donuts for everybody. See? What?
2: Dad brought donuts.
1: Yeah, well, see, it was cool. My dad, was, you know, whenever a parent visited, so bring a grandparent in or yeah. let dad come to school for the day. Right. That was one. Uh, lastly, and this is my last suggestion, I loved assemblies because that's when you left the classroom, you went to the cafeteria. You assembled. That's why they called it an assembly. Wow. And then there was something there. There was an entertainer. There was the principal. There was something that you were going for an assembly for. Maybe there was going to be a performance. Have an assembly. These are all the things about public school that were fun. Now, notice I didn't say anything about education because you asked about fun, and education can be fun. But I'm talking about purely fun, not the schooling part. So there's Fletch's quick list of ways to make school fun. Kendra, you're the get, you're the have to parent. Mm-hmm. So
2: I'll bring us back down to reality. Yeah, why don't we do that? <laughs> and so, uh, Martha, my kids are a seven-year-old boy and 11-year-old girl who I am fully homeschooling. And the way I say that is my eighth grader, I am also fully homeschooling. But she's an eighth grader who's super self-motivated and is in classical conversations. So she completely Runs the show for herself. So, um, and then you know, our little guys uh, in a special needs classroom and our high schoolers are in a hybrid. So I'm just telling you that because. That seven-year-old and eleven-year-old are the ones that are that day to day with me all the time, you know. And that seven-year-old, it's like a total. His whole entire body just this little limp thing when I say go grab your math. And Hates today, it. yeah, oh, doesn't want to do it at doesn't all. Want to do it. And he's super super smart, so he grabs his math and he's got it done in fifteen minutes. But it's the getting there that is so hard for him and for me.
1: Can I jump in just for a second? Yeah. Martha said it's like pulling teeth. Yes. I don't know if she was. Trying to offend me with that because <laughs> I'm sure Martha knows I'm a dentist. You know, but...
2: the other thing people say all the time, you know what I'm going to say it's worse than a root canal. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It's it's, what is it with the dental? Why is everything so negative? How come I can't say it's like, um, it's like doing financial paperwork in an accountant's office? <laughs> that is painful. <laughs> that is painful. Anyhow, all right, sorry, so back Martha, to the, back, to,
2: back to reality. Um, <clears throat> okay, so. Just from today, an example here, and I'm just going to tell you this because, you know, our oldest two are almost 22 and 20 years old. So we've been homeschooling a long time. And I would tell you that when those oldest two were in that age range of seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, I was not very flexible. Um, You know, it was just like school had to be done a certain way and a certain time, and we had our schedule. But now, you know, 17 years later, I've become this mom that can breathe and relax and realize that it does get done. It does. You know, we're just plugging ahead, and that's our goal. And the reason I'm saying that is that today, just today, um, we were studying. um, We are at about uh, World War One in our history studies, and so the the whole topic of the Wright brothers and Kitty Hawk came up and that 7-year-old suddenly it was like what you know his ears perked up suddenly i had all of his attention they they this is the first airplane that flew and what and why have i never heard about this essentially was his his whole uh, demeanor and so i pulled up youtube found a, the video of their first flight at kitty hawk and he was riveted to that i mean just at that screen, absolutely glued, wanting to, to watch everything. And then it was, now it was, tell me about Amelia Earhart. And so then we had that discussion and he didn't know she disappeared and, you know, all these things. So suddenly a half hour later, we have delved into something that was completely quote unquote delight directed. Um, and I think I've become more of that sort of a homeschooler as we've gone along because it is that little passionate fire that pops up in them. Uh, For my 11-year-old daughter, it's uh, Nancy Drew books right now and solving mysteries. And so I pulled out some logic books that are mystery-related. Critical Thinking Press has books like this. And so she has to solve mysteries using Venn diagrams. She's totally into it because it has to do with solving mysteries, and that's like Nancy Drew. So my, my whole encouragement to you would be allow yourself to deviate, from what's on the schedule and what's on the script and what has to happen, as often as their little passions take them down some great educational road, and that's fun.
1: Yeah, and you know what? That was awesome. I think you got both sides of our equation. You know, uh, Goofy Fletch and <laughs> really knowledgeable Kendra giving Get to you some, have to. Yeah, well, but still, yeah, I think she got some some really good advice along the way. Hey, we hope to do these for you every other week. Homeschooling in real life. To go. To go. And uh, just to remind you, if you want to call in and leave a message, go to our website. You can leave a voicemail. You can email us, uh, info at homeschoolingirl.com. You can Facebook us at facebook.com slash homeschoolingirl. You can tweet to us at homeschoolirl. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Tune in for episode number 37.
2: Can we be friends with our kids? Bye.
3: This is Martha Grove. You have been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Everything on this show was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. You can find out more about this show at homeschoolingirl.com or by searching for them on iTunes. Thank you.